0: I love that we're doing it right after Easter because it's just fresh in our minds what Jesus did for us, right? I mean, basically, the example of his love for us is that he took our sins because he loves us and because he sees us in our sin and sees us in a position where there's nothing we could do to save ourselves. And so because he loved us, he took our sin and came and died in our place so that we might live. And before he leaves, he says, basically, go out and make disciples. Amen? And he basically tells us in all the things that he ever does, from washing his disciples' feet to praying for people, he basically gives us an example and says, basically, live as I have lived. Love as I have loved. You've seen me love, now go and love others the way I have loved you. And in that, we see this dying for us. I mean, how he loved us is that he died for us, and in dying for us, he set us free. And so that's the example we have. Water baptism is, is a beautiful thing that is commanded by God and is a step of obedience in the Christian life. Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 says this: therefore, and Jesus says this, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 2, verse 38, Peter replied. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. What is water baptism? What is water baptism? What is it that we're going to be doing here this morning? Well, it's this physical, symbolic object or action that illustrates a deeper spiritual truth, all right? It's this outward action that we're doing that's symbolic of something deeper that's happened inside of us. To give an example of that, I I wear on this, on on my finger here, and I can't even take it off, my wedding band. And my wedding band is symbolic of what? A love that I have for my wife. And when we do wedding ceremonies, we say, hey, this, this wedding band is circular. It doesn't end. It continues. It's gold. And it represents a love in my heart for my wife. It represents a commitment to my wife forever, right, until death do us part. This wedding band in itself doesn't mean a whole lot if the love isn't present, Isn't present, does it? I mean, I can wear this wedding band, and if I don't love my wife, this means nothing. This is symbolic of something inward, something real, something truthful in my life. For my wife, this means something to her. This means this is a promise of my love. This is a commitment to my wife. And so what is water baptism? Similarly, it's an outward sign, symbolic, of something greater that's taken inside, that's already happened inside of me. It's symbolic of a love that I have for God. And so when we are baptized, it symbolizes repentance. I'm repenting of of my sin. It's the death of the old man and the birth of the new. You know, when we baptize someone, there's a reason why we do it by submersion. See, this actually kind of represents a grave. Sounds kind of morbid, doesn't it? It represents a grave. When we die, when we get baptized, we're saying, hey, I no longer live for myself. I have been crucified with Christ, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And this is symbolic of me saying, hey, listen, it's no longer about someone's life. If it's me in this tent, whoever's in this tent is saying it's no longer about my will and my desires and my dreams in life. I'm dying to that because I recognize there's a greater purpose for my life. And that greater purpose is to walk in the will that Jesus Christ has for my life. And so I'm dying to my desires, my dreams, my wants, who I think I am. I'm dying to my sin. And in recognition of that, so we die with Christ. And the symbolism is that when we're lowered into this water, it symbolizes our death to ourselves. And then when we were raised up out of the water, it symbolizes us being born afresh anew. It's the death to the old man, death to the old person. And our resurrection with Jesus Christ into the man, into the woman of God that He wants us to be. So it symbolizes repentance, death of the old, and birth of the new, burial with Christ, and resurrection into eternal life. It's an act of faith in which we testify both to God and to the people that we do it in front of you and the world that we have died to ourselves, that we no longer live, and that our lives and our focus is all about Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 6, verse 4 says this, We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. So baptism represents a living relationship with Jesus Christ. It's an outward expression of something that's happened internally. It's about a live relationship, not a dead relationship. It's about an expression of something, again, that's happened inside of your life. Listen, if you get baptized and and there's no living relationship with Jesus Christ, you're just simply getting wet. That's it. I'm going to just tell you the truth. I've baptized some people that have just gotten wet before. And it's evident in the lives that they live. Sometimes you'll baptize people and they treat it like this superstition. Wow, well, I'm to get baptized so I'll go to heaven. Listen, this doesn't get you to heaven. It's what happens in here, that relationship with Jesus Christ that paves the way to heaven. This just shows everybody, hey, this is who I am. We don't want anyone to, get, to just get wet this morning. The people who are being baptized have, have been through a class and they know what this means. And they have desired to share and do this before God and before you. It's their commitment to God. It's their commitment to you. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. You know, we have to be careful because the old person constantly wants to live, doesn't he? Even when... We die even when we follow after Christ. This doesn't mean that we're perfect, man. That old person, that flesh kind of wants to come up and go, man, no, it's about you, it's about this, and what about your feelings? And we have to daily crucify the old flesh, daily give it to God, say, God, help me to see things like you do. Help me to live as you have. And before we get ready to do this, I just want to encourage you, if you're here this morning and you've made a commitment to Jesus Christ and you've never been baptized, Let us know, because God wants you to do this. We want you to do this. Come to us, let us know, so the next time that we do a baptism ceremony, you can be up here as well. We're excited. We have 10 people doing this this morning. Uh, We have some young people doing it as well, which we're extremely excited about. Uh, And some older people doing it, but it's never too late to be baptized. Amen. Would you stand to your feet this morning? And um, Pastor Rain is going to lead us in a song as we get ready to, to baptize. A few people this morning...
1: take my life I lay it down at the cross
0: some things on his heart. Denzel, when were you saved?
2: Uh, I grew up in a Christian family, so I don't know the exact date, but it was sometime when I was in uh, fourth or fifth grade um, at BBS.
0: And Denzel, um, what differences has Christ made in your life?
2: Well, Christ is is a beacon in my life. Uh, I mean, he's the absolute... Changing God mm-hmm. So I think having God in my life has helped me focus um, and uh, you know uh, the word <laughs> in the Bible that says be faithful in little things and I think uh, you know he's helped me do that
0: mm-hmm. uh, And is there anything else you'd like to share?
2: I, I think um, even though um, I was saved a long time ago. Um, there's always the doubt in your hand, in in your mind. Am I worthy of God? Um, and I think that's always prevented me from reaching out, doing things for God, and you know, taking baptism. But but the truth is, I'm never going to be worthy. Um, God has already done His work on the cross for me, and uh, this is a testimony
0: of that. Uh, Why does not your lovely family come up to the front here? Mom, the kids, you guys want to come on up to the platform? (laughs) Guys, dad's leading the way here. Awesome. One last question for you, Denzel. Is it your desire to serve the Lord Jesus Christ wholeheartedly for the rest of your life?
2: It is.
1: I you are good in your mercy, endure it forever, Lord. you are good in your mercy, endure it forever.
3: never supposed to have kids. I just wasn't supposed to be here. I have three sons. I've been in a coma. I have survived three brain
4: surgeries. I've never had a stroke.
3: And one of my aneurysms have dissolved. I am down to three brain aneurysms. God is good. That's an amazing testimony when you're excited that you're down to three, and we're going to believe God (laughs) for the rest of those. Amen. So do you have anything you'd like to say, a personal testimony that you'd like to give?
5: No. No? (laughs) I think being here alive is a testimony in itself. Amen.
3: So Mary Alice, is it your desire to serve the Lord with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength?
1: Good and you miss into until-
0: a few questions. Natasha, do you love Jesus Christ? Yes, I do. With all of your heart? Yes. And Natasha has been praying with several of us over the course of, wow, several months and have we seen God begin to answer those prayers? Yes. Amen. We've been seeing God do some wonderful things with Natasha and we're excited about all the things that he's going to continue to do in your life. There are some ladies here that would like to join. If Come on up. Here we go. Like, Natasha's been praying with several people, and there's several people that stand by her side. (laughs) Natasha, the last question I want to ask you is, is it your desire to serve the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart for the rest of your life?
5: Yes, I do. (laughs) Thank you.
3: who's ever worked in the toddler room or the nursery, Crash Kids Teachers and the Royal Rangers. This is just a small percentage. Thank you. Thank you you so much. When you folks say yes when Pastor dedicates the children up here, it's not just a yes and you get to sit down again. You're part of this today. And so we're so glad to have Michael deciding on this special day. So Michael, can you tell us do you remember when you were no, but I've, I've been here my whole life, so I don't know, remember when I was saved? Well, isn't it nice to be a church kids? <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of changes has Jesus made in your life? Well, He's made a lot of good changes. Like, He's helped me with tests and tests and soccer teams and everything. Even though um, I don't remember when I was saved, I really love Jesus, and I would like to share that love with everyone. Amen. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Michael, one last question. Is it your desire to serve the Lord with all your heart and your soul and your strength all the days of your life?
1: From the mountain.
0: us to him and uh (laughs) we feel like mac is a part of our family we love this young man but mac i want to ask you a couple questions the first is when did you get saved uh january of 2013 january of 2013 and what differences has jesus made in your life
5: he has took me away from drugs and he he helped me with my with my sleep i I didn't sleep too often, and now I sleep every night, 8 hours, 10 hours, whatever. (laughs) I have to say, when we first met, and
0: I I, I remember that well, I remember this young man wasn't sleeping at all, and I know it was a concern of his parents, and then before long, he was sleeping all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have anything else you'd like to share? (laughs) <laughs> Mac, one last question, but probably the most important one. Is it your desire to serve the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart and soul for the rest of your life? Yes, always.
6: Did you take your cell phone out of your pocket? <laughs> 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 he
0: actually checked. <laughs>
1: Your grace
4: In preschool, and called Little Lambs. When I came home, my mom got this paper from the teacher saying that I accepted the Lord into my life. Although I didn't get the real and true meaning of what I was doing, I had something inside me that told me I was doing the right thing. Then, this past Good Friday, I also accepted the Lord into my life. The difference was that now that I am older, I have a better understanding of what I have done. I love the Lord and know that He is the one way in the.
3: Thank you.
0: Felicia, actually, Felicia was a foster child of the Two C's, and we got to meet Felicia years ago when she was a teenager, when she first came to the doors of this church. And it is a godsend to have her here. And we're excited to. Felicia, can you tell the church when you were saved?
5: Um, I was saved, I don't even know how many years ago, but um, I've had ups and downs, like sticking to my commitment, so I would say steadily for about a year, year and a half.
0: Felicia, what differences has Jesus Christ made in your life?
5: What differences has He (laughs) made? Is that easier? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. I, I have new eyes. I don't know if that makes sense to everybody, but it's not just seeing everything rosy and peachy. It's seeing things for what they are and seeing things that I don't want and knowing what I do want
0: have anything else you'd like to share
5: for the foundation? Yes. um, Rob, my friend, uh, a week or two ago said um, after Easter the real testimony is just knowing people and having friends and just as you go through your friendship seeing their faces up there in choir or in ministry and all that so I could bore you with my testimony for a few hours or just say that just for the people that know me and the ones who will get to know me my face up here speaks for itself.
0: Alicia, one last question. Is it your desire to serve Jesus Christ wholeheartedly for the rest of your life? Yes. She didn't want to wait for you need more white people? Sorry.
1: of God I am a friend of
4: I first came to Crash Kids and um, every, um, every, everyone was asked, um, yeah, everyone was asked um, who needs to be saved,
3: and so I went up. So you
5: were saved <laughs> at Crash Kids? Yeah. Do you
3: remember how many years ago that was? Like two? Two. awesome. And can you tell everybody what changes Jesus made in your life or what you um, noticed right away that Jesus had
4: done for you? Um, he's changed my whole life.
3: important question, is it your desire, Matt, to serve the Lord with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength for the rest of your life? Amen. Amen. Yeah.
6: in Jesus Christ, and I have my parents to thank for that. Um, and it was about two years ago when the church was having a teen retreat, and I in, we invited my two lovely cousins to come along, Jessica and Julia, and I figured, well, I'll just go along uh, to keep them company, and little did I know that um, I really got something out of that in knowing that it wasn't just about believing, but it was about uh, knowing him And so from then on, I I really got the fact that I could build a relationship, a personal relationship with him. And so that's how I've been um, living my life since then. And today, I just wanted to let everybody know that that's what I wanted to do.
3: So Cindy, is it your desire to serve the Lord with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength for the rest of your life?
0: People for yes. quite some time.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. He, uh, with his, with autism, it's hard to know sometimes. But one, th- a couple of things, a couple of years ago, when we were in a pool, I realized he's been paying special attention because we were swimming, and it wasn't long before Michael baptized most people in that pool. That's and, me. That's uh, you. Yeah. And Mike
4: uh, right, Bobby. That's
0: right. Yeah. Uh, Michael, I've got some questions for you. Okay. Do you love Jesus?
3: Yeah. I like your Android heart.
0: Yeah. He lives in your heart. Yeah. Yes. I wasn't even going to ask you that one, but that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Hey, good job. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. And Michael, do you want to serve Jesus forever? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> good job. I love you. I love you, Dad. All right. <laughs> Jesus, has Jesus made a big difference in your life? Yeah. He has. I do. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Can you just it gently? <laughs> we'll do a challenge.
4: I
1: have decided to follow Jesus I have decided to follow Jesus I have decided to follow Jesus No turning back, no turning back The cross before me, the world behind me The cross before me cross before me, the world behind no turning back, no turning back.
0: On behalf of Michael as his dad, I want to thank you guys for loving my son and for pouring into him. And I I speak for all the kids in here. Thank you for loving our children. I may be the pastor, but you pour into my kid's life. He loves Jesus because of what he sees in you. And I want to encourage you, continue to love every kid in this place. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for being an example of who Christ is to him. Amen. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we come before you. We thank you for who you are. God, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are real. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that the reality of who you are is seen in the lives of your people. And we just pray, Lord God, that you'd continue to help us as a church be effective in helping people see you in us, that they may come to know you as their Lord and Savior. Lead us now, we pray, as we go our ways, and let us minister and continue to point to you in all that we say and all that we do and how we live. To you be the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you guys. Have a great week. God bless.